Honor. Oh, they've been told, haven't they? Well, just telling them doesn't seem to be good enough. You know that, don't you? Perhaps a bit of real discipline wouldn't do them any harm. Quiet! Welcome to the Battle Tested Podcast, your home for discussion about life, longevity, and the pursuit of purpose. We are all unique in our own beautiful ways, but what do we know about our own skills, character traits, and abilities to carve out the creation of a life worth living? In the trenches of today's show, I'd like to discuss the framework and the follies of having goals and why they are important to drive you forward towards a future you truly deserve. So let me kick things off by asking an important question. Have you ever set any goals for yourself? This may sound like a no-brainer to some, but you'd be surprised at how many people have never really set any goals for themselves and end up drifting through life without any sort of compass to guide them. With my coaching background, it's a hot topic of conversation that can provide a coach with the right tools to facilitate support with the client. What I've never understood myself about goals is how complicated they've made the template of goals to be. How many of you out there in the audience have heard of SMART goals? If this is a new term that you're hearing for the very first time, you're in luck because that's what we're breaking down here on the show today. So SMART goals. SMART is an acronym used around setting goals as a template. So more or less, this acts as a blueprint for an individual setting goals. So the breakdown of this acronym is something specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Basically implying that we got to be specific about what our goal is. And it has to be measurable. Also that it's attainable and it's relevant and you can accomplish it in a timely manner. I'll tell you right now that although this structure has great utility and has proven to work, it's a mouthful. And it's difficult for people to remember the application of all these steps and become proficient in setting personal goals. When we're talking about having specific goals, I don't often see the underlining values behind them, such as the why, the what, and the how. In my opinion, this sets us up for failure, whether you're a coach or a client, around goal setting and becoming goal-oriented over time. And let's face it, the attention span of the human brain in this modern world has become diminished by distractions and colorful concepts. It's helpful for us to first understand our why. And the easiest way to put this into context is that it's within our moments that create our mission. I'll use a recent example of my own. About a year ago, I was rear-ended by another vehicle which left me with a torn lower disc in my back and lingering chronic back pain. There was some sciatic nerve damage that was related to this and a lot of attached anguish for something that unfortunately I was a victim of circumstances. So on top of that, I had taken nearly two years off of consistent training and I was more susceptible to the injury that I sustained during that accident. At that time, this felt extremely debilitating and I just felt defeated. Even though I was progressing through my physical therapy exercises, I was seeing a chiropractor on a regular basis, trying to figure out how I didn't have to live with this pain. As this injury continued to linger, mentally I became broken, and it was a struggle finding any type of motivation to aid me in strengthening my core and increasing my range of mobility. This started to destroy the quality of life I was used to having, especially with my children, and it began to feel like an avalanche of symptoms I was getting buried under. I felt defeated, even though I knew if I did more to enhance my range of mobility, 
and strengthen my core, I could heal my mental and physical symptoms. It's been about 18 months now since that happened. And the work that I put in has cured the mental and physical turmoil that once had so much power over the quality of life I was experiencing. It took me understanding my why, my what, and my how. Why I wanted this anguish to go away became more than just the physical symptom. My aha moment was because of my children, so that I could become more present and available, and I could better engage with the time that we spent together. Often we don't take ourselves down the rabbit hole deep enough to find something meaningful to anchor our motivations to, but this was mine. So on the surface level, it's easy to just want results, but the why factor as to why we want these results is more important. On the topical level, my why may have just seemed like I wanted to be pain-free, but that was not necessarily true. As I took myself deeper down the staircase, it was easy for me to discover that I wanted to become more present with my children. I didn't want this pain and this discomfort to ruin the time that I was spending with them. So let's take a look at the what, or more or less what has to be concrete, action-oriented, and inspirational to you. For me, getting to the point of enjoyment without pain was inspirational. So then how do we get there? This is where we get really specific in our actions, but let's not get derailed by unrealistic timelines. Bottom line, if I started training at the gym on a regular basis in the way that it formerly becomes such a lifestyle, I could strengthen my core, I can heal my body, and I can enhance my sense of mobility and live pain-free. So I had to start somewhere, and that starting point for me was three days a week, but it was my intention and the mindset around that that caused me to be successful over time. In my opinion, this is the missing link in being successful with the goals that you choose to set. Buying into the journey and the process, knowing that the progress will develop over time. It's within these micro-investments that catapult you into bigger, better things. The fact is, it's easy to become overwhelmed by goals. And often, defining our goals are way too broad. If you're a very structured person, then SMART goals may work great for you. But since we are all different in the sense that one size does not fit all, I'd like to throw another personal goal concept out there to consider. I wrote a paper on this once when I was going through school to become a wellness coach. And it wasn't so much that I wanted to buck the system, although I am the type of individual that likes to go against the grain. But I do believe that things are different for everyone. I've always felt that we didn't need smart goals to propel us towards what we desire, but instead we needed to build motivation and habits around our ambition. So I thought, why smart goals? I feel we should have dumb goals, less complex, and bounded by structure. So I created an acronym of my own. Simply put, dumb goals. So here's the breakdown of my dumb goal acronym. We need to do, understand, maintain, and balance. Dumb goals for me give someone the ability to do something that's reasonable, something they can understand, maintain over time. And then I think balance is important because in the busyness of everyday life, we need to have the appropriate balance to, to have a continuation to build these fundamental lifestyle changes. If it's something that we know we're capable of doing, we've already set ourselves up for success to later level up to bigger challenges. So if we understand the things that we are doing, then we begin to engage with the task in a more connective way. If we can maintain the course over time, it will become a habit. And an important thing to consider is whether or not we can balance these goals throughout the busyness of responsibilities in life. So you might be asking why I wanted to place such a negative undertone around the concept of goals. Well, there was kind of a reason to that as well. Most people who have never been highly motivated in their lives to cultivate change will more likely relate with a negative word rather than a positive one. 
Think of it as a manipulation in wordplay. But the groundwork in dumb goals can build smart goal foundations over time. So regardless, if you're using smart goals or dumb goals, it's important that some of these principles to the process coexist. Specifically, it's the tactile experience of writing your goals down that can truly make a difference. This will captivate your intention and increase your brain's focus on something specific. This also allows you to see the structure of things, sort through any potential obstacles and challenges along the way. In my opinion, writing is a lost art, but it can keep you motivated and remind you of your purpose in times of self-doubt and hesitation. And don't sit there and tell me that you're too busy when you got time to jump on social media and scroll through pointless things that have no application to the betterment of your life. And if you are too busy, just know that 60% of illness and disease is caused by busy related symptoms such as nerves, stress, and anxiety. So ask yourself, which side of the coin flip would you rather be on? Writing can also identify your strengths and weaknesses and better pinpoint the time and energy that you spend in specific areas. Simply put, it can help connect us to what we value as most important, which in turn creates this natural sense of gratitude, which is crucial to giving appreciation to the process. It is my hope that this conversation was insightful and inspired you to pick up a pen or a pencil so that you can start narrating the life that you deserve. I believe in your capabilities to be successful, but most importantly, you must start to believe in yourself. That's all I got for you today, and until next time, my friends, be kind to one another.